Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Sound and Worship Podcast. Glad to be back with you again. It is your normal host, Justin, and uh, your somewhat normal recently uh, person that's tagging along, Kaylee. I'm just watching her eyes just doze off. To you parents out there, I'm sure you understand. And to those who will be parents one day, you will understand. Um, But this is the time I have to record this podcast. And you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. Glad she's here with us. But she's already asleep, so hopefully you guys won't be. Uh, Today we're going to talk about breaking the chains of worship music lyrics. So let's get into it. All right, so if you've uh, seen the Sound and Worship article, you may kind of already know what this episode is going to be about, but we're just talking about and kind of breaking down this article a little bit more than it is, and really just talking about something that's very, very, very common in CCM, and that would be kind of the repetitive nature of the lyrics that you're going to find in a lot of songs. Um, I'm not here to say that it's sinful or anything like that, but it's just, you know, let's just go through these. I think the overall thing with this is that, you know, it's worship music. So we're worshiping God, the creator of the universe, the Savior, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit that leads us. And that should make us want to write really good and thoughtful lyrics. I'm not here to say that every single song that I'm about to mention has terrible lyrics, but I found about 18 songs so far. There may be more. I'm almost sure that there are more. But I found about 18 that have something to do with breaking the chains or chain breaker or something like that. That kind of line. I'm not saying it's a terrible line. I I think we would all pretty much know pretty much what they mean, um, the writers of, of songs that use that kind of terminology, but it's just the repetitive nature of how many times it shows up. So let's just start getting into these. Uh, I will say that I left out uh, songs that were borderline. So like, I, I forget who it is. Maybe it's Casting Crowns. There's a song that I'm sure you've heard. I, I know there's something, they sing something about is it lift the chains off of me or something? Is anybody out there hearing me? I mean, it's a catchy song. I'm not here to bash that, but I left out songs like that. And I'll say too, if you haven't looked at the article, that there's no way I could have done this. I couldn't have put this list together without the help of the Sound and Worship Worship Music Discussions Facebook group. Uh, I put a post out asking for songs that people knew of that that had anything to do with breaking the chains or chain breaker or anything like that. And I got some really, really excellent responses on that post. Uh, You guys really know worship music, and I'm just here to learn from you guys in so many ways. Uh, We can learn from each other, and I think it's great. So keep that in mind as I go through this list. We'll talk, I might pause and talk about some of these songs, but... 
if you want to, you can share this article with friends, family, or just wherever. Um, if you want people to kind of see that there is some sort of a lack of creativity a lot of times in worship music. Um, a lot of it seems like it's written to sell. So let's just get into it. I've skipped the first uh, couple of paragraphs of the article because this is the podcast. So it's a little bit different than the article. But the first song I have is Break Every Chain. And you've probably heard that. Uh, the artist that I cited on it was Tasha Cobbs Leonard. But it was written by Will Reagan. Uh, and that this may be one of the the first uses of this line. So I'm not sure, honestly. Uh, but the lyric that is in that song is, There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. Now, I'm sure a lot of, a lot of these songs, and maybe even all of them, when they're talking about breaking the chains, um, they're probably talking about, you know, being a, a slave to sin um, or stuff like that. A lot of times in, in CCM, the lyrics are really watered down, so it could be a slave to fear or something like that. Fear is a big, 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 big thing that CCM writers write about a lot. And it's just the honest truth. Um, not here to bash anybody or anything like that, but it's just that's just the way it is in contemporary Christian music today. So that's the first one. Uh, we've also got the song Freedom by Bethel Music. The lyric in that song is, Every chain is broken through you. Uh, we've got Living Hope, Phil Wickham, who uh, wrote the song with Brian Johnson, who's from Bethel Music. That lyric is, You have broken every chain. You can probably hear that in your head right now. And then, of course, you've got Chain Breaker by Zach Williams. The lyric being, He's a chain breaker. Um, You've got You Cannot Be Stopped by Chris Quilela and Phil Wickham. And the lyric in that song is Breaker of Chains. So I guess it's calling, I get, I, I haven't read, well, I, I'm sure I have read all the lyrics to it, but um, I don't remember them off the top of my head. But Breaker of Chains, I assume that they mean somebody is the Breaker of Chains, and I assume they mean Jesus. I assume. A lot of these songs don't even have the name in there. Not saying that that one doesn't. I'd have to go back and check, but that's kind of how it goes. Next one, Chain Breaker. And for some reason, in this one, it's all one word, Chain Breaker. But that's by Charlie Hall, the lyric, Chain Breaker, Heart Savior, Jesus the Great Redeemer. So that one named Jesus, but Chain Breaker there. Again, a lot of these are older than some, so... To the people who wrote these lines, you know, first, I mean, you can't say anything against them. Um, they're just covering the concept of a chain breaker or, or, or chains breaking. But for all these songs to have something to do with break the chains or chain breaker, it's just, I mean, I believe we've exhausted that, that line. But anyways, next song, Break the Chains by Misty Edwards. Uh, the lyric in that one is, come break the chains, the chains that hinder love. All that remains of yesteryear, come break the chains, the chains that pull me down. Come break the chains and draw me near. Okay. The next one, another Beth Bethel was on here a ton. It's another Bethel one. This song is called Breaking Through. And the lyric is, you have broken every bond and chain. Next one, Bethel Music. 
The song is called You Have Won Me. And the lyric says, You have broken every chain with love and mercy. The next one is by Elevation. I think it's relatively new. It's called Might Get Loud. We might come back to that one. I'm not sure. But I feel like this line is is like, it's towards the end of the song, I think. But the lyric is, when the chains start breaking. It's almost like these songs, if if they just need to say something that, let's just talk about chains breaking. I don't know. That's kind of how it seems to me. Next one, Lion and the Lamb by Leland. I know they have a pretty good association with Bethel as well. Um, this one has a Bethel writer on it too. Um, the lyric is, and you've probably heard this, and every chain will break. And then later on in the song, his blood breaks the chains. Next one, Every Giant Will Fall, Rim Collective. The lyric, every chain of the past you've broken in two. Next one, Elevation. Uh, They're in here quite a bit too. Call upon the Lord, for Jesus Christ has broken every chain, is the lyric. Song was called Call Upon the Lord. Next one, Elevation. (laughs) Jesus Forever. And the lyric is, we shout the name, the name, let's see, we shout the name that will break every chain. Next one, Hillsong. They're in here a couple times too. Relentless is the song, and the lyric is, breaking every chain, you set us free. Next one, Hillsong, Children of the Light. Lyric is, calling on your name, breaking every chain. The next one is Tribal. Uh, I think they're associated with Maverick City Music a a good bit. I don't know the complete ins and outs of that, but I think there's a pretty close association there. But the song is called Way For Me, and the lyric is, You Broke My Chains. Next one, and this is the last one on the list, but it uh, actually includes one of the artists from the last song. Dante Bo, if I'm saying that correctly, but it's by Bethel Music and featuring Dante Bo. The song is called Anything is Possible, and the lyric is, I will crush disappointment and break every chain. All of my fear I will turn into praise. So I don't know about y'all, but I think that if there was not another song written with the lyrics, Break the Chain or Chain Breaker or anything like that in it, I think we would be all right. You know, I say that satirically, right? I'm not trying to be, you know, a smart tail or anything like that. I'm just trying to make the point that we can do so much better, y'all. I mean... Again, I'll go back to one of my the points that I made at the beginning that what we're talking about, we're writing about God. We're writing about Jesus. I mean, we should be really thinking about what we're writing. And I, I just don't think we are. So let's look at this list a couple of different ways. So I mentioned Bethel was here a lot. I'm going to actually scroll through these 18 songs 
Again, I'm sure there are more. And if you know of one, let me know and I'll get it added to this article. Which, by the way, it's at soundofworship.com slash chain. Okay, soundofworship.com slash chain. Um, but if you find one that falls under this criteria, I'd be glad to add it. Again, that, that criteria is, it has to say something about breaking and it has to say something about chain. Uh, both of those have to be there. So break the chain, chain breaker, breaking the chains, anything like that. If it's a little bit off of that, I decided not to count those just because, uh, you know, people who didn't write breaking or break with chain, uh, they were a little more creative, you know. Again, not every song necessarily on this list is is bad. Um, uh, bad in the sense of, you know, I wouldn't personally recommend it, but... There is a lot of, ironically enough, a lot of the artists that, um, you know, would come from Word of Faith churches and things like that, or, uh, you know, artists who are really, really entwined with the worship music industry that has made itself over the last couple decades. A lot of them are in this list. And, you know, the writers are there. I don't feel like, honestly, that it's a good idea to just sit there and read out the writer's names. Some of them are the artists, and some of them you probably have never heard of. I haven't, a lot of them. I know there's, there's, that's sort of a business, honestly, being a songwriter. And I get it. Um, I think there are some really, really excellent songwriters out there. Uh, I mean, you know, Matt Boswell, Matt Papa, those guys write some excellent modern hymns. Even some of those songs that they write could almost be considered like contemporary in style. I mean, they're they're modern hymns, so they're they're a little different than old hymns, but they're still that kind of style. And I would say that if there's anybody writing hymns today that are anywhere close to a lot of the old hymns, it would be those two guys. I don't know of many others that are doing that. There are some. There's some awesome. Um, psalm, I would say psalm writers. Obviously, they're they're not writing the psalms, but they're writing music to the psalms. Um, and that would, you know, my Solomon lines would be a great example. Uh, a lot of people talk about poor Bishop Hooper as well. Um, the guys from the Balm and Gilead, myself included in that list, talk about poor Bishop Hooper a good bit. Um, and there's other people writing uh, music to scripture. You got Solos. Uh, we've interviewed them on the Bob and Gilead podcast as well. So you have people that are writing good music today. Some of it's based straight from Scripture, and, and some of it has a scriptural uh, truth to it, which every single worship song should. It should all point to truth that's revealed in Scripture, uh, that, because that's the truth of, of God that we have laid out for us in an infallible source. Um, what we have today is a lot of music uh, that that honestly doesn't point back to scriptural teaching. Um, you know, I would argue that the obsession with the word breakthrough, and, and maybe I'll go and try and find a lot of those songs that have the word breakthrough in them. That would that definitely pops up a good bit. Um, kind of the obsession with seeing a breakthrough in their in our lives. You know, 
not to say that, you know, God, God is our provider for sure. Um, we trust in his providence that he's going to take care of us and that his will is going to be done. But the the focus on breakthrough in a lot of these songs from Word, Faith, and NAR is just that, you know, maybe that if we say the right words or something like that, that we're going to have a breakthrough in our lives. And we should just really be focused on that breakthrough. And it's just not not a big focus on a gospel message a lot of times. Um, big focus on overcoming our fears and our temporary struggles and things like that. That has a place, obviously, but we should be focused on singing truths of Scripture that glorify God um, because He's worthy of praise. I mean, that's an obvious thing. So going back through this list, I just want to count all the Bethels. So we'll say, let's see here. Starting at the top, I'm just going through. You got one, Freedom by Bethel. Two is Phil Wickham, and it's written with a Bethel artist, and he works pretty close with Bethel, so we'll count it. So two, two related to Bethel. All right, you got Chris Quilela, who's from Jesus Culture, and Phil Wickham in the song, You Cannot Be Stopped. So we'll say three related to Bethel. Let's see here. Misty Edwards. I'm not sure who she's with so we won't counter right now you got breaking through that's four for bethel you have won me that's five for bethel line in the lamb by leland who has a bethel writer on the song they work with bethel a lot too what is that six for bethel let's see let's keep going and you have like one more from bethel so like seven out of the 18 songs loosely counting there have a tie to Bethel. Um, let's see, elevation, how many times do they show up? One, two, three, about three times for elevation. You got a couple hill songs in there. And then you have some artists that, um, you know, are, are a little bit differentiated from Bethel. Um, but it, it's just interesting that these songs are, are popping up. A lot of chain-breaking songs are from Bethel and Elevation and Hillsong. I mean, Hillsong had a couple. Elevation had not as many, but Bethel, I mean, just, it's just like, it's like, okay, we know what, we know what to write about here. If we need to write something about chains being broke, that's probably going to be a good idea of a song that's going to make it. Uh, it's going to be played a lot by, you know, quote-unquote Christian radio stations and things like that, so... That's just, that's a sad thing. Uh, one of the songs, let's look at the lyrics here. I'm going to pull up Might Get Loud by Elevation. Because I feel like that was one that was just kind of almost forced. and It didn't seem like it had to be there. Let's pull up the lyrics. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't even think that it's technically in the lyrics let me see here like technically it might be one of those lines in a, that is just echoed in the background let's see oh yep there it is all right i went to azlyrics.com and it's it's in parentheses even so like it's one of those lines that really is just they just felt like that needed to be sung in the background so it's like in parentheses, it says, when the, chain, when the saints start praising, it might get loud. 
when the chains start breaking, heaven's coming down, 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 and it might get loud. <laughs> I sound like a robot, but when the when the saints start praising, it might get loud. When the chains start breaking, heaven's coming down, 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 and it might get loud. So it's just like you have all sorts of things that you could write about, but let's go with chains breaking. I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't see the creativity there. It doesn't surprise me a lot because a lot of these groups, the songs are not that cleverly written. And that kind of goes to the issue um, when people talk about, well, what if we sing just the good songs from the sources that are false teaching? And of course, as been covered on this podcast and on the website and through Facebook and all that so many times. The problem is that we're supporting these artists financially and we're promoting them. We're, we're getting their content out there in front of people and they could easily come across their teaching. So you're funding them and you're exposing others to their teaching, which isn't good. It just isn't. It's, it's false teaching. And Bethel Elevation, they make that really, really clear. So that's the part of it, but but when people say, you know, what about the songs with good lyrics? I mean, I, I remember recently going through the top 100 songs on CCLI. So top 100 songs that are being reported that are being sung. It doesn't count, you know, public domain songs or anything like that. So if a church is singing hymns only, they may not have to report many songs um, unless they're singing modern hymns. But I remember going through that and thinking, I mean, of the, of the questionable sources, I only saw a, a couple of songs that had decent lyrics. Uh, so it's not really like there's songs out there like an abundance of really well-written songs by, you know, to name one, Bethel Music or Elevation. Um, if I'm being completely honest, and that's that's the only way we should be, Hillsong did have a couple that, if I didn't know it was written by them, honestly, the lyrics were not bad. They were actually pretty creative and good. I might have to pull it up and, and figure out, you know, which ones those were. But just honestly, overall, it's not like a lot of these songs are just really good lyric-wise. It just happened to be about from a source that has questionable teaching. Um, usually the songs are written in a way that is going to align with the environment of how they're going to sing it. Um, you know, just go watch the music videos. I mean, I say that. If you want to for research purposes, go in, and watch the music videos of a lot of Bethel Elevation and Hillsong songs. It's going to be really a really, really dark um, concert with... You know, you're going to see it's it's almost funny at this point because of how much it's been made fun of by, you know, the Babylon Bee and just just honestly by a lot of people. But you'll see like fog machines and smoke machines. You'll see the smoke and fog from them. Like <laughs> that's not necessary if y'all were wondering. Um, you know, you'll see a big light show and it's just I mean, the attention isn't all on God. I can tell you that for sure. It's not. And you're in an environment where you're going to 
and everything is is written in such a way and performed in such a way and set up in such a way that it's going to get you emotional, especially if you're not thinking about what you're singing. Um, just a lot of these songs like might get loud, like, oh, I mean, my praise might get loud. Y'all better watch out because it might get loud. It's like, who are you glorifying here? I mean, it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. So, to some, and I, I'll, I think I may read the, the last part of the article here and just kind of talk about it, but this kind of sums up how I feel about it. The latter half, after all those songs are listed, says, one could say that this message, message has been covered. This type of thing is not surprising when you have a worship music industry. Keep in mind that this is just one example of many. And then I talk about how I may take a look at Breakthrough or The Line Never Let Me Down, Dry Bones, Fear, Giants, and other lines like that. Um, Not to say those are bad in and of themselves, but just the use of them. To go on, it says, I realize some messages are not avoidable and need to be covered over and over. But those will be lines that have a gospel message or something about God's attributes that mirrors a distinct teaching in Scripture. And I'm not trying to make that a law, obviously, but I'm just saying, for instance, calling our Lord Savior. You know, if if, uh, 50% of worship music songs contain the word Savior in it, I mean, that makes sense because Jesus is our Savior. He saved us from our sins with his death and resurrection. And that makes sense to include that in worship music over and over. But breaking the chains, no. It's just that's being forced in there. Going on, it says, the message of break the chains is likely meant to convey that God frees us from our sins and addictions. This is true. However, we have a plethora of words in the English language that we can use to convey that message. CCM as a whole could stand to write to write about Jesus' substitutionary death for our sins a good bit more. It's often more about God making a way, in quotes, for us in the struggles or fears of this life. Again, he does that for sure. But the greatest message in existence is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Unfortunately, based on the repetitive messages found in many CCM songs, writers have figured out what quote-unquote works. They figured out what works, right? You can tell that. And then the word chains, they've been big for a while now. That, that word has been big for a while. And I think it's time we broke CCM lyrics free from the chains they are in. Meaningful lyrics are still being written, and they stick out like a sore thumb to those who pay attention to what they're singing or listening to. Until we stop listening to songs designed to sell, we'll keep hearing textbook songs of the industry. And what I mean by that is really honestly what I say in that article. Until people stop listening and quit making excuses for Bethel Music, Elevation, Hillsong, and others that are similar, they're going to keep making music, and it's going to keep expanding. People are going to you know, keep coming to those movements. I saw the other day that Bethel was breaking ground on some major multi-million dollar campus. I want to say it was for their School of Supernatural Ministry. Where do they get that money? 
it's in part from the music, I'm sure from other from other avenues, but their music is huge. And that draws people into their quote unquote ministry. It is the truth. It's a fact. So until we stop, they're gonna keep doing this. Uh, we're gonna keep our churches are just gonna keep blindly funding Bethel music. It just it's mind blowing. Um and the issue really is pretty simple. Uh, though, I'll say, I'll say this, that we should convey the message of, of this issue to others with respect and gentleness. You know, you and I can talk about this. Um, those who have been listening to this podcast for a long time or who are in the Facebook group uh, or just keep up with Sound and Worship or anything like that, we can talk about this in this way because we know the issues. We've talked about it for a long time. Um, it's We know what, what we're trying to accomplish by talking about these things and fleshing them out. But when we talk to someone like our old selves, we can't, for, we can't act like we've always had a perfect view on worship music. But when we talk to someone like our old selves, we ought to be respectful and gentle with them and just tell them the truth and say, hey, the worship music, this it really it just explained the worship music issue in whatever way that you see fit. Uh, there's plenty of articles on soundandworship.com slash blog. So the blog page there where you can find several different, you know, articles there that have covered topics like these if you want to learn more about it. Um, I've had people reach out. Uh, I had one person reach out recently and they asked for, they said, just give me what Bethel has done, I'm going to pass it around my church. I'm just going to print it out and pass it out. And my response to that, part of the response at least, was if you're going to bring this topic up, you really need to know what you're talking about. So, you know, honestly, printing something out and passing it around to church members might not be the best idea, um, especially if you're just planning on passing you know, out information to church members. Um, for one, especially if you're not an elder at the church or, you know, and you're just trying to pass out a bunch of information to church members, that's a little sketchy. But to even do it either way is kind of odd, especially if you're not ready to back up what you're passing out. I mean, yeah, you can have a, a, a paper that has, you know, what Bethel does, uh, the, the stuff that they teach at BSSM, um, talking about gold dust or the fire tunnels where people fall out on the ground and shake violently. Um, you know, people that go to their, their school of supernatural ministry where they're claiming to see angels and demons in their everyday life. Just when they walk, walking around, they're just seeing angels and demons. Um, you've got the Gandalf incident where, you had the people on stage at Bethel banging the staff, like a Gandalf staff down and saying to racism that you shall not pass as if that's some kind of uh, biblical teaching where we're going to end any kind of awful, sinful act by banging a staff on the ground and chanting something. It's just stuff like that. Yeah, you could print that out and a lot of people might be like, wow, that's crazy. But you're going to have some people who say, well, these are our brothers and sisters and um, now that point right there is you, that is a broad sweeping statement that is not accurate, but you'll have people say it. These are our brothers and sisters, and you're accusing the brethren, and 
you know, what what about the good songs that they write? And, and you're going to have people say that. And if you don't know what you're talking about, it's not going to go well. I mean, they're going to make a paper airplane out of that paper and, and the janitor's going to have to pick it up later. So know what you're talking about. Know your stuff. Know it well enough that you can share it to somebody without having, you know, even the temptation of being uh, disrespectful or arrogant to them uh, or rude. Uh, know it so well that, it's, you know, you can calmly talk about the issues and and why this is such a big deal. It's the topics we talk about on this podcast all the time. So know what you're talking about. Uh, and and also to that person too, it's great that you want to do that. Um, but we have to remember to do it with gentleness and respect. So that goes for me. That goes for anybody. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody in the in the worship group who's listening. That group keeps growing and growing. Really thankful for that, to just see more fellow brothers and sisters who want to, to look into worship music. I've said again and again that we're not all going to la- land on some perfect list of artists that doesn't exist, but just for us to look into worship music and where it's going and to be intentional about the lyrics that we're singing when we worship our God who is worthy of praise and is worthy of of singing truth of him. If we're just doing that, we're doing a lot more than a lot of contemporary churches are doing. So to anyone who's doing that, awesome, awesome job. Uh, All glory to God for it and keep up the good work. That's all I've got for you guys today. Uh, Seek out some really good worship music. Let us know. Join the the, uh, worship music group on Facebook if you want to. And share some great music that you uh, know of in the group. Everyone in there is always looking for great new music. I mentioned uh, the Boswell and Matt Matt Boswell, Matt Papa album that just came out. um, Their new music. Uh, I've loved that album. I've listened to it. I think I've listened to it all the way through twice and then certain songs more than that. Uh, those guys, just they do a really good job of, of, honestly, whether it's their goal or not, of proving that good new music is being created today. And a lot of other bands are too that I mentioned earlier. So don't act like there's no good worship music out there. There for sure is. There's some good old hymns too. Not all hymns are perfect, but good worship music is out there. Don't let anyone tell you that there isn't. So with that said, you guys have a great rest of your week. See you next time on the Sound and Worship podcast.